Theater can simply be defined as someone performing something for someone else. Theater also refers to the space designated for said performance. The term theater can also describe the process in which live performances are created. Acting, directing, producing, designing, all fall under this umbrella of theater. But to a kid in high school, theater can mean so much more. Join us as we draw back the curtain and reveal what I like to call the magic behind the magic. This is Curtain Talk. And we are live. Hey, y'all. Welcome to our premiere episode of Curtain Talk. I'm so excited for this. So I'm Carmen Delia Bryant. I'm the um, drama director for Buena Regional High School. And there's a whole bunch of extra special people here with me that I want to give you the opportunity to meet and uh, tell you about our program and what we're doing this year and what we hope to do in years to come with this cool thing. Uh, called Curtain Talk. So first and foremost, um, I teach at the Buena Regional Middle School and the high school. I'm a drama and communications teacher. I've been here for 15 plus years um, just teaching. And then I was a student as well. So this is my alumni um, status shout out, um, which also Karen Baker can share because we're we're Buena alums. So we're super proud to be part of this program just in general because we're products of it, you know. Um, and then we have some cool people on board with us as well. So um, my theater background is just from college and I do community theater around the um, local area in you know Cumberland County. So I try to bring a little bit of what I learn in my community theater experience into my classroom. So it's a cool thing. Um, so I'm excited. So take it away, Karen Baker. Hey, thank you for that awesome intro. So yeah, just like Carmen, I am a an alumnus of Buena Regional School District. And um, I've been here, I think this is my seventh year. So seventh show with Miss Bryant, really excited. Um, I've done everything from on stage to playing in the pit to directing. Um, this is my second school that I've direct, directed shows for. And yeah, it's super exciting to give back to the community that, you know, kind of brought me to life in, in what I do. So I am the band and choir director at the middle school is my, my day thing. And um, again, with Mrs. Bryant at after school, I do the drama club at the high school. So super excited for this year's show. It's got some amazing music and awesome dancing. So it's, it's cool stuff. So if you don't know by now, our show this year is in the Heights. We'll talk about that in a little more detail in a little bit. But um, again, we just we can't contain our excitement because we just we love the show in and out. Um, and just like cool little thing to mention, uh, 13 years ago yesterday in the Heights open on Broadway. So um, that's a cool thing that I wanted to mention. So uh, we're bringing it back to life on the Buna stage uh, with the help of these lovely people. So let's go to our our other Buna staff member, Cassidy Gagliardi. She's our newest member of the drama club. Super excited to have her on board because my my old body can't handle some of these dance moves. So I'm, let, I'm letting her take over. Yeah, no, <laughs> you've been doing so great with all of the moves. It's, it's just been so much fun. Um, I am honored to be uh, a part of this. This is my first year um, working with the play. 
and I am the dance teacher at Buena Regional High School. So this is my second year as the, as a teacher here. So um, I'm very excited to have this opportunity to really work with all of the drama students and you know get my dancing in there and really show off um, all of the really fun stuff that happens even in my class as well. So they get like a really nice um, idea of just like all this really cool dancing and and it's just it's a, it's a lot of fun and I, I'm so excited to be working with everyone here and I, I couldn't be more excited about it. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess it's important to mention that, you know, sometimes your your high school and middle school schedule could be so packed where you can't really take advantage of our classes. You know what I mean? Like exactly. I teach on a cycle schedule. Um, Ms. Baker teaches on a cycle schedule. You teach an elective at the high school. But, you know, a lot of times we'll hear students say, like, I can't fit your class in my schedule, but I really want right. to, you know, participate. So exactly. something like a drama club after school is super important to support because that gives these kids this outlet to, exactly. to really express themselves, create. I mean, we've had students play in the pit before. We've had, you know, students backstage, on stage. Now we have dancing, like as a right. main focal point of the electives program. So it's just it's growing little by little, and I, I'm really excited about it. So I'm so happy to have you here. All right, so let's go to let's go to Dominic. Dominic, tell us um, how did you got roped into all this? <laughs> Hi guys, uh, my name is Dominic Barnes. I am the production liaison. So I'm doing a little bit of everything for the show, um, helping out with character work, helping out with music a little bit, and helping out with costumes and stuff like that. Um, I am a current board member for the off Street Players uh, at the Levoy Theater in Melville. I've done shows with Miss Bryant. We've been uh, co-stars, um, and that's how I got roped in. A couple years ago, she asked me to come in and sing off stage, and I've been helping ever since. So I'm really excited to be here. I love In the Heights. It's one of my favorite shows, and I'm excited to have theater back um, in our community. Yes, amen to that. So funny how you mentioned we had you sing uh, backstage because that was for Bring It On. And that's actually when we brought KB onto our staff. Um, this is now what number show, KB? It is number 10, and it's kind of gross that <laughs> this is 10 We're shows. In the double digits. Uh, I remember some of these kids that are seniors now were in eighth grade when I came on, and I'm just like, when did I get this old? Um, and also in the height or for bring it on, I had no idea what I was doing and I was absolutely terrified. It's one of the most hilarious Buna regional drama department stories of all time. Uh, and then Miss Bryant said, yeah, you're not going anywhere. So as Dom and I can attest, Cassidy, you're not going anywhere. So welcome. No. Um, no good for life. but yeah, this is show number 10 year five, um, came in doing photos and now we're like turning this into like a mini branch off media company because we're doing a podcast we got video we got photos we're social media savants now and uh we don't we don't just do newspaper ads anymore yeah it really is like a sign of the times because especially now with covid and everything being shut down like it's just another way to get our program out to people so KB, you know, again, started off as our photographer, taking amazing, you know, rehearsal shots and promotional shots to help us with our advertising. And then he himself began a podcast and was like, hmm, I wonder how this would translate, you know, into uh, schools and the arts programs and whatnot. And and I think in this day and age where we're not able to be in person as much, um, the, the, the digital media is really going to be our forefront in trying to get 
you know, the arts into, you know, people's living rooms through their screens or their, you know, phones or computers or whatever. Um, you know, hopefully things will open up very soon and we can start having, you know, smaller audiences in person. But for the for the here and now, like this right here is our ticket into your lives. So that's that's amazing that you came on board with that. And uh, it's going to blow up. I'm so yeah, excited. I mean like All this right. isn't going anywhere either. Like even when we're post pandemic and stuff, this stuff's only going to grow because we're doing it now. It's going to latch on to people and they're going to be like clamoring for like as much as they can get. Cause it's right at their fingertips. Exactly. And I like how you called it the, um, what do we call the, the digital um, or, or the podcast uh time capsule. Yeah. So, you know, we mentioned all these crazy stories that we have of things that, you know, just funny things that happen backstage, things about the production process, audition process that we just kind of laugh about in our daily conversations. But it's like, now nah, we need to share this because people will think this is hilarious. And a lot of people will relate because we, we talk to people, you know, with fellow teachers and fellow, you know, people in the community who've done theater. And they're like, oh, man, I remember when I did this and this and that. And and it's like it's a definite camaraderie that you can kind of latch on to because we've experienced all these same amazing things that happen on and off stage. So digital it is the way it is, baby. All right. So I have a little list of things here because I'm like, I don't know why. I'm only super nervous, but I'm excited at the same time. All right. So so why while we're on the, the topic of uh, podcasting, um, like what is something and you guys could all chime in on this. What is something that we can definitely use this for um, to really help grow our audience for example, for our, our show coming up in May in the Heights. Um, again, we're dealing with, you know, theater in COVID times, but as far as a podcast, how, how can we use this to our advantage to, to really get ourselves out there? Take it away, podcast person, KB. I'll chime in. Uh, it, <laughs> podcasts, like, it's one of those things that kind of like came out with the iPhone, obviously like pod. It's kind of like with the iPod and like the Apple era. And now it's taken off into like this giant media thing that like anybody can do at the push of a button. As Miss Bryant noticed when I created the podcast feed in literally like two days and she was like, how is this happening? Uh, we have a trailer out and we were on the podcast charts already. Like, so like that should be like a glimpse into like how quickly something can like translate into not just local level, but like people around the world can literally find this, listen to it and you'll have like a global fan base. I run a podcast network. We have five podcasts on it. We have an Instagram show with a friend of Buna regional drama department, Richie Rivera. Um, you know, it's something that can take the world by storm if you execute it properly. And even though theater is very much a visual thing, it's your your vocal tool to like spread the word about what you guys are doing. You can introduce your cast members. They can come on the show as their character. You can talk about, you know, this dance routine was like it really wiped me out. But like it's going to pay off when you guys come see the show. There's ways to vocalize a visual product. And being that, like I said, podcasts are literally right at your fingertip. It's something that, you know, you subscribe to it you're going to get a push notification on your device of choice and it's going to be right there for you. And it's like, Oh, I can look forward to listening to this show on this day. It's a scheduled thing. You'll know when it's coming out. And it's just another way that people can just tap into our world here. That's been just Buna, but now it can reach, you know, people that you have like family and friends in Florida, California, a Vicky Cox, who's just flying, you know, 6,000 feet in the air. 
she can listen to it on airplane mode. Like there are a number of ways that a podcast can just reach such a widespread audience of old and new faces in Buna. And I think this is going to not just like revolutionize what we do year in and year out, but it's going to change like the local theater scene. Nice. I like that. Yeah. And like you said, you know, a lot of these kids have family in other parts of the world, other parts of the country. So for them to be able to tune in and be aware of things that are going on in their you know, grandchild's life or their nephew's life, niece's life or whatever, um, this is a nice way to, to really connect with them, too. Um, so going back to our current production that we're super excited about in the Heights. Um, again, I mentioned it opened on Broadway um, as of yesterday, 13 years ago. Um, it's a high energy show with all kinds of different types of music, dancing characters. Um, I, I personally chose the show because of the diversity and because of the, 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 the common thread that is the story. Um, you don't have to be Latino to really understand the story or relate to the story. Um, but it's just, it's nice to see a lot of, um, diverse students and, and people be represented. And, and I think a lot of the kids who are in the show can kind of grasp onto their character a little more because of how it's written and what it's written about. So um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna switch gears and talk about the creative process of the show. So first and foremost, music. The, the kids learn the music first. So I wanna take it to Karen Baker and give me a little bit of your process of teaching the music, finalizing it, getting it to where it's going to become opening night. So my recent uh, process has been kind of sectionalized. So I like to take each group and kind of work with them. So let's work with the sopranos or the high voices and then, you know, go across the parts that way. And then we put them together at the end. If you put them together too soon, they kind of forget their part. Um, but if you do it too late, then they're not, you know, enjoying that fact of singing harmonies together. So at this level, at this age, I should say, um, you know, going through one song a night is fair. <laughs> it's fair game. So um, learning, I don't know, 10 to 15, 10 to 15 pieces, you know, it takes several weeks to do that. So at minimum, we're learning one song a night and, um, you know, reviewing that song the next day before we move on. And all these these great tools that have been coming out for helping them rehearse has been amazing. Um, lots of companies putting out different technological, you know, um, just resources for us to use has been great because I can't be there with them all the time, but it's been nice to have, um, you know, kind of peace of mind knowing that they have all these things. They have it at their, literally at their fingertips. They can just click, listen, and go. They could do it in the car. They could do it in between classes, lunchtime, whenever. So it's not really interrupting their life to practice this music. I mean, can you remember back when we had to learn a show? Like, we had to dig to find resources. We had to hope that you knew or somebody else knew piano to play or that there was some really good recording out there somewhere. I mean, they have no idea how easy they have it compared to that. But um, yeah, so but in the end, it also heightens the um, I guess the ability level of what we can do because we could do more faster. Just kind of the, the way today is we can do more faster. And um so we can actually push a little further and push a little harder probably than, you know, maybe even we did back in the day. But um, yeah, so that's pretty much the main thing. And I like to get a lot of the music done and in their heads, you know, the notes on the page, they need to get into their heads because at some point, you know, 
they're leaving this and getting on the stage with nothing. So it really has to be not just not just in their heads, but it kind of has to be in their soul at that point because now it has to come out in the form of some kind of character and not just, you know, notes from their lips. So my goal is, you know, to get them to that point so that by the time it gets staged and blocked that um, it not only sounds good, but it also sounds convincing. Yeah, and definitely I wanted to mention about the resources. Um, you know, in, and again, I, I go back to having to deal with COVID. Um, there were times where kids just weren't able to make it to rehearsal because they either had to quarantine or, you know, they knew someone who was sick and they were concerned that they didn't want to be exposed and, you know, risk getting, you know, COVID and contracting it. So we had the option of a Zoom rehearsal or, you know, hey, rehearse these measures, here are your tracks, rehearse this on your own. So definitely the resources help in that aspect as well, because there was, we've been what, a couple of weeks into rehearsal so far, and we've had to do Zoom links, we've had to do, yeah. you know, remote style virtual rehearsals, but we still get it done, you know what I mean? And, um, fun because the kids would come on to, the kids would come onto the computer and I would sit them down in a seat, just like they were here. <laughs> so they were laughing, everybody would say hi, and then I'd be like, all right, I gotta go take this kid over to the next room, because we're gonna go on stage now. <laughs> Yeah, because we do. We actually use several rooms when we rehearse. So we have the stage. Bring the computer have, around. I'm like, like, I'm carrying the student. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, we're transitioning now. You're going with them. Here we go. And yeah, because we go from stage, we go from dance studio, and then the classroom to learn the music. So this is a good segue into Cassidy coming on board because she has a beautiful dance studio, which is super brand new at the high school. I was so happy to hear that they were adding dance even as an elective, let alone like an actual facility, you know, um, it's beautiful. We're in there all the time. We love it. The kids love it. So, so how, how do you, how are you going to, um, uh, like what's your method? Cause I know you're, you're coming in on Friday and you're going to teach a whole slew of stuff that you already have in your pocket. So I do. Yes. So I haven't, um, had the opportunity to work with the students yet. I am rehearsing them on Friday and I have been working with um, with Carmen on actually creating um, a few of the pieces. And um, my whole idea of how I do it and how I teach the choreography to the students is we start out with learning the basis. So there's always going to be a routine in the choreography that is throughout the whole piece. And it's just manipulated and kind of like used throughout. So we want to immediately learn that one section so then the kids know that every time they come back to it they already know it and it's in their bodies so it's not a struggle to relearn the step and and, and it's almost like that feeling of like relief so that when they get to that point they're like oh I know this. I know. I know the choreography. We're good. I can continue to learn more. So you don't ever want to give them too much, and then they feel like their brains are done, and then they can't continue on. So I really have noticed when I give them that first little piece that they learn that, and then they're able to um, really understand all the other movement because that one section is that relief, that that sense of oh, I know this part. I got this part. Let's keep going. So it really gives them that energy to continue on. So I'm I'm really looking forward to meeting with them this Friday and working on it. So um, hopefully we can just plow through with all of it and they'll be really excited for it. Yeah, and I guess it's really similar in, in the musical aspect too. I mean, first and foremost, you got to learn scales. You warm up. You know what I mean? You have to recognize what a note is. So so yeah, to translate that into like singing the whole song. Yeah, it's, it's very similar. 
thing. Exactly. Like, and there's a lot of themes throughout each song that return and a lot of that same harmonies kind of come back. So then the same thing as Cassidy was saying, just kind of building on that and like, all right, this is my home base. This is like what I know. And now it's a new part. Okay. Let me go back to my home base and yes. band from there. So yeah, that's, I was like, Wow, yeah, that really does apply to me too. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, it's totally the same thing. And and as far as like the order, like that we're pretty much touching on it in the order that the kids learn. It's, it's music, choreography, and then the dialogue with the blocking. So this is kind of like where Dom will will kind of help and come into play because uh, he's real big into like the, the character development and understanding the scene. And and a lot of times, you know, I I as the director want to touch on that, but I just like it's almost like there's not enough time in the rehearsal because there's other stuff like we have a set to build we have a crew to manage you know what i mean so so that's why having all of these these smaller pieces being led by you amazing people like there's nothing no stone no stone will be left unturned you know what i mean because because i think character development is super important because you know a song is nothing without the meaning behind it a dance is nothing without the meaning behind it and the dialogue is the same thing so so dom what do you think as far as um the approach you'd like to take to to teach kids about the uh the character and and really developing the scene and and getting that three-dimensional character created yeah so um like Carmen said, she has so much going on, so it's nice to have other people who can help and to facilitate things going on. Um, and with me, I, I'm i also a director. I direct at the, uh, the Levoy. Um, and for me, character is everything. Like you said, learning music and learning choreography is only part of the story. You have to learn um, who that character is and why they are in that story and where they are in the story at particular moments in that story. Um, and these characters are so, they're already so well-defined um, but the nice thing about the show is it also allows you to bring yourself to the character. So that's what I like, like to focus on with, with the kids when I help, um, at the school is finding themselves in the character. And that makes the character so much more real and so much more three-dimensional. You're not just so two-dimensional. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And honestly, I, I do have to say that we're, we're a good bunch because we literally, finish each other's sentences or like when choreography, like we'll finish each other's moves. Well, you like that? Let's do this. Oh, oh, I like that. Do it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Karen and I like, we we're telepathic. Like there, there's certain instances, like we'll even be like texting back and forth in class. Cause you know, today is our remote day. So we're recording our lessons. So we don't really like talk to each other or see each other. So we have like our little chat and it's like, she'll send a message and I'll be sending the same one. We click return at the same time. And it's like literally the same message. Like it happened yesterday. I was like, I just said that you just said that. So, so being able to have, you know, a meeting of the minds like this and be so in sync is great because we're not, you know, trying to better another person or anything, or I have this opinion and your opinion is down here. It's like, nah, like we're, we're at the same level here. So we understand what needs to happen with music. We understand what needs to happen with the choreography. We understand the, the staging aspect of it. So, so to be so in sync like that, I think is, is absolutely great. And then, um, and then KB brings it all to life, you know, in, in our still photography and our amazing behind the scenes videos and stuff like that. So now it's, it's kept forever and these kids love it. They, they, they look back and look at all these videos and, and pictures and, uh, and memes. We, we have to have a whole episode on just memes. Yeah. I, think much. <laughs> I, I have the easy job. Like you guys set up everything I do. Like you get music, dance moves, character development. Like I need all of that in order to do what I do. So like, I just press a button. I'm, I'm the lucky one here. Like it's super easy. Um, you guys make it all happen, but yeah, we definitely will have an entire episode designated to uh, memes, Vicky Cox faces, um, 
everything in between because we are absolutely ridiculous when it comes to just capturing uh, moments that live in infamy, I guess you could say. In <laughs> infamimi. Um, I like it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, without like each piece that you guys put together, like I wouldn't be able to, you know, get the shots that I get and evolve like from where I was at Bring It On to last year with Hairspray, which feels like a decade ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, just watching like what I've been able to do as we've gotten better, like as a team has been like absolutely wild. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So we got, we got to wrap up in just a few, cause I know we have some other uh, meetings and whatnot to get to, but I do want to mention March is everything that has to do with the arts, youth, youth art month, theater and music in our schools month, like, you know, uh, uh, women's history month like there's all kinds of stuff happening in march and I, I think it it definitely needs to be said that um our attempts at trying to maintain the arts and to grow the arts and and keep arts alive not just in buna but just you know all over uh is super important so if you are an avid social media junkie and you're online either facebook instagram twitter uh definitely search the uh, hashtag, uh, I think it's theater in our schools, TIOS 2021. There's also youth art month. Um, th there's all kinds of stuff. So we'll be posting some things on our social media. Cause again, we want to make everybody aware, not only of our show, but just the fact that we're, you know, still doing the ding, you know what I mean? We're still, we're still keeping theater alive. We're still, you know, keeping the arts alive. Um, and I also want to mention that, um, our show will be opening in May. So, so all of these episodes leading up to that are going to be your, your little behind the scenes, uh, peek at things that go on in rehearsal, things that, you know, the production staff want to kind of get off their chest and, and talk about. And um, and also, like we mentioned before, just like a, an archive of just all the great memories that we're going to create in this production. And and Curtain Talk is not going to end when In the Heights ends. This is going to keep on going. And we have some great ideas of things to come in the fall and, and obviously next year and years to come. So um, I'm super excited. So does anybody have any like closing remarks before we sign off for the day? I'm just super excited that all of this is coming over, coming through in these times in the pandemic. Like we can do the thing that we love to do. Yeah, we've had to make some, you know, alterations and it's not exactly how we normally would do it. But, you know, sometimes with growing pains, the whole point of that is to grow. So I think we're going to gain a lot of things that, you know, we had to deal with here and, and keep them. Some we won't keep, but some things we are going to keep. And I like that you know, we're putting this out there so that everybody can see, look, you can still make art during a pandemic because we need that so much. Like the kids, we've seen these kids come back to life when they heard that we were having a show. And, um, you know, so again, that arts advocacy, even during times like this, especially during times like this, it's, it's just so important. And I'm super, um, I'm super blessed and super happy that we're able to get this done. Absolutely. I 3000% agree. Absolutely. Because we didn't want it to go away. We were so hopeful that we would be able to do it. And by God, we're doing it. So amen to that. All right. Anybody else want to sign off? Get on the train before it's too late. That's all I got to say. We've got plans. We've you got must plans. Be train. I love it. All right, Cass, you're going to get ready for them on Friday? I can't I wait. Am, I am so ready for them on Friday. I cannot wait. I am ready to 
be giving them a lot of choreography to start learning. So they better put their dance and shoes on. <laughs> yeah, it's listen, it's going to be amazing because I've, I've already given them a little sneak peek because we record all of our stuff. So, yes, you know, we, we, record the vocals, we record the choreography. So they saw a little sneak peek and they're like, oh, my God, we're learning that on Friday. So I just I love giving yeah, them those good. little tidbits. I'm happy that you gave just, them a sneak peek. So now they get a little insight on what's going to happen and hopefully they're ready for it and excited to learn. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. All right. Don, when are we going to be seeing you next? I don't know. I don't know. No, <laughs> uh, no I'm, I might try to come out on Friday. Um, nice. I just have to see what's going on at work, but I'll, I'll try to come out on Friday. All right. Fantastic. I love it. All right. So KB, you're, so the, you're the creator of all this craziness here. So yeah. I have a shout out to you and thank you very much for this because this is going to be an amazing outlet for us. Yeah, be a friend, tell a friend, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, like the Facebook page, follow the social media. Uh, you guys have been crushing the social media game already. Um, and I think we took that first step last year, just like self-promoting on social. And now we're just like moving it forward and like getting a jump start on it even earlier than we did last year. And I yeah. think that's just that adds to the buildup of what's going to come in May. Um, cause it just gets people anticipated for what's to come and what you guys are working towards. And, um, this is just an extension of that. It's a, an audio extension of it. You know, you get a meeting of the minds with this production team and then you'll hear from, you know, some of the cast more than likely, and we'll have updates of just what's going on. And, uh, once the, the tickets are live, we'll be pumping that link and everything. So everybody can, uh, see what's gonna go down in may i'm super excited for this and uh grateful that we have this opportunity to uh make a podcast with something that started with just a, a random invite to a tech week in 2016. <laughs> yeah that's what it was that's basically what it was all right cool so save those dates uh in the heights is gonna be at Buena regional high school may 13th through the 16th uh we're doing four performances our evening performances are thursday friday saturday um at 7 30 and then our sunday matinees at three o'clock tickets will be going on sale in mid-april um and also you know like share subscribe to our podcast we'll be here every week so here's episode one thanks a lot guys for coming out to join us i'm super excited and there'll be more to come for curtain talk see you